I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good evening, Gabby. Good evening, TC. Welcome all to our weekly podcast, Terry Curran's Curran View with the Order Millsborough. Mr. Terry Curran, steady away, son. How are you doing? Um, how's your health first, Lee? You, you, uh, you, you're recovering nicely, aren't you now? Well, I was recovering nicely, but I'm yeah. getting a little bit better mm-hmm. as, uh, as days and weeks go on. And is Janet looking after you, mate? No, she can't look after me when she's not well herself, really. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. As it happens, I'm down on. Okay, okay. And um, what I was going to say to you then, um, I was at the hospital on Monday about my niece. I've got my my my, my right knee is completely uh, buggered, riddled with arthritis, so I do need a new knee. Was that due so, to the, uh, the 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 cortisone injections that you had pumped into your back in the day, too, or is that? Just... I had five of them. I had five of them. Yeah, but exactly. I smashed my ligaments like Luffy did his and, yeah, and Gaz did his. Yeah. Um, in my day, we had a pot on but from from my toes right up into my groin. Um, that's what really cost me out forest, really, that, that bad injury. And then after that, I've had five five quarters of injection to it. Mm. You know, all because of manager, you've got to play. Again, that's what happened in you those know, days. It's uh, a bit different, you know, in the put, modern game. You put uh, 10, 12, 15,000 people in the game, yeah. so you have to play. Absolutely. Uh, you know, if it was in America now, like in American rugby, American fo- yeah. uh, football, we get fortunes for how we, you know, uh, how we've been treated. You know, absolutely. You get absolutely crippled. Yeah. Work and you just, you know, you just put back as though you were no one. That's unfortunately how we used to treat the football players back in them days too. It was disgraceful. When you look back at it, the way that the players were treated back in the sixties, seventies, and, and before that, it's an absolute disgrace. And thankfully, players don't get treated like that today. And of course, in twenty, yeah. thirty years' time, when they retire, they won't need new. You see something like uh, a woman suing Trump. Yeah. Didn't, didn't rape her or anything mm. and gets 83 million pounds. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. Life. So, you know, that's three decades ago. Yeah. So, uh, why, why, why we can't sue the Football League or the Premier League or whatever, not the Premier League because mm. the Premier League weren't going on, but the Football yeah. League and the FA for how players were treated? Absolutely. I mean, you, you know, it's, it, it's criminal what they've done to not just me, it's. Mm. Hundreds of players. If you go back to the the, the heading where uh, Dawn Astle has been yeah. uh, getting into that for the last, as long as, I mean, I've known of Dawn for 10, well, 15 years plus. Just popped her off. Absolutely, it, yeah. You know, the corrupt media just yeah. make it as though, you know, uh, just trying to make a mountain out of a mole. It's almost as though they don't want to admit liability because if they do, they're going to have to pay money out and it is an absolute disgrace. But uh, what magic moments have you sourced for us too this week? Well, I'm going with um, Reynolds. Is it Lamar Reynolds of uh, Maidstone? Yes. That was a great goal. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? You know, from any level of football. Yeah. You know, the pace, 
the technique uh, and the delicate the delicate chip uh, end. So that that's the one I'm going for. So, but the second goal, the victory, second goal was a really brilliant goal at all. Yeah, it was. I mean, again, a great performance. I didn't see the game. I was working, but by all accounts, a great performance by. I didn't Mates, see the though. game, but I yeah. I saw the goals. Yeah, sure. And Ipswich did rest ten players, so you know what you give is what you get, as the great Paul Weller said in the seventies, uh, and uh, that. Uh, I think that is the uh, the slogan and the Great advert job, for, Sain- the way, for, for Sainsbury's as well. So, well done, Sainsbury's, for putting start you, on the TV. What makes me laugh when he said yep. it was a dream. Yeah, it was. For every young footballer to want to win the FA Cup. Yeah. And I guarantee you, the majority of the footballers back then would have sort of won the FA Cup than the league title. Then you get these teams what's near bottom, and these are in lower leagues, chopping and changing the team mm. as though it will help them get promoted or it will save them getting relegated. And it's the biggest load of yeah. rubbish I've, I've heard and seen in my life. Yeah. It is so pathetic. If you want to get out of trouble, try and win football matches, try and breed confidence. Because when you when you're out of both cup competitions and you're going in and trying to you know uh, fight relegation off, I guarantee you there's lots there's lots of players. A bit different for me because it never bothered me. I, I never worried about all that. Mm. But I saw players worry about it. But, you know, some of them couldn't take the pressure. You know, and it, and it and it it made them more. Uh, less confidence because there was nothing uh, only relegation to, to fight for which put some some of them under pressure and they can't they can't handle that type of pressure from players absolutely and if you're struggling a season and you're on a decent cup run surely that momentum of the cup run and the fans getting behind you and progressing in the cup and getting as far as the quarters or the semi-finals or even the final of the league cup or the fa cup has got to breed confidence within the the team, the group, the fans, the club. So I've always thought that he is an absolute positive a cup run and the fans love it as well. So how the managers and the club look at it as a negative and rest players, I, I don't know, but it is a modern thing. It never used to happen back in the day. Sadly, it does these days. Yeah, but again, like like I'm saying to you, yeah. if the resting players mm. as though that's going to help them. Uh, but it don't. I mean, there's no evidence. Delegated. Yeah, there's no evidence that it, not, that it does. No. If you look at football, yeah. from whenever, you'll always get one team what comes out of the pack, yeah. what seems to survive. Yeah. Not always, but you always get the odd one. Mm. And, and, the, and you get the one what you don't expect finish up dropping down into that relegation. Yeah. yeah. And and in the, the championship, which used to be the second division. They try to make you believe something. What's fake? Of course it is, because that's the narrative that they want to drive. It's all the Premier League, the Premier League, the Premier League. And they want you to buy into and people to buy into. Nothing else matters apart from the Premier League and the Champions League. And, they, and make you, they make you... The, they make you laugh where they, you know, where they, they say they play more. Where do they play more games? They haven't. They play That's less. only the Champions League. Absolutely. But back then, yeah. Liverpool would only play twelve players, thirteen players. Mm. 
you know, th these have got 25, 26 players to chop and change from. Yeah, I mean, when Aston Villa won the league in 1980-81 season, they had 14 local derbies. Um, the brainwashed people, yeah, the people believe it. Yeah, they, they played League Cup games, FA Cup games, and they played 42 league games. League plays. Exactly, yeah. They, FA Cup. You Replays don't get that. Cup. Today, as you say, they have squads of 25. They rotate them. When you're looking at any player that is playing in the Premier League now, they are playing less domestic games of football than they ever have in the entire history, pretty much, of Football League. What were the, what were the 46 games back then in the Premier League? You, you, you would play in the old First Division, you play 42. So you play 42, there's 38 42. now. You play FA Cup games, you play League Cup games. You play Texaco Cup games, you might play Watney Cup games. Well, unless you, you're top goal scorers, the Watney Cup. But there was other cup competitions. And, and then well. when, you got knocked out, when you got knocked out of the cup competition, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd, fly, we'd fly off. I don't be counting them. We'd fly off to Far East to play a game. Absolutely. I mean, I remember doing a podcast with Paul Fletcher, and I think in the 1973 74 season, I think Burnley played about 66 games, League and Cup. And, and, and pretty much the same players played in every game. And that was across the board with players that were playing in the old first look division. Look at Liverpool, yep. look at Manchester United, Absolutely. look at Leeds United, yep. look at Arsenal. Yep. They played with the same players yep. week in, week out. Yeah, you could name them. Midweek yep. in, yeah, midweek games, right? Uh, week in, week out, season in, season out. Yeah, on bad pitches. Yes. Kick from pillar to post. Shocking pictures. Yeah. Um, yes. With all the jeopardy right. that you had in the game. And, uh, and and of course, today they're playing on bowling greens with the best facilities, etc., etc., etc. And still no to play to the game. Can you kick the balls that Jimmy Greaves and them to kick? No, that I can't. The old leather ball with lacing. No, again, on last week's podcast, we were talking about this. And there's not many players I see today that could cut it back in, in the it, day. All I'm trying to say is, Stop feeding his lies. Absolutely, yeah. That, but that's, that's all they all will I do. Want. That's Stop all they will do. Stop feeding lies and respect yesteryear's players. Absolutely. The football didn't start with the Premier League. 100%. So I put a post up on the Current View group the other day. Got a lot of interaction. And it was on the back of James Milner's just drawn level or gone by Ryan Giggs or Gareth Barry. I'm not really interested They've, they've all played over 600 games of top-flight football and well done to them. So I went online and I, I found um, a, a, a sheet, a list of the top... I mean, Peter Shilton has played the most. John Hollins uh, is up there as well, as is Ryan Giggs. Oh, well, oh, by the way, by the way, let me tell you all this. Yeah. Shilton's played 126 England games on top of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely too. And and for a period of time, Shilton and Clements right, were rota ro rotated. I, I yeah, I do as well. Clements played, uh, was in the top 10 as well, as was Mickey Mills. And there was a number of former players that played who the was, first division. Who was the outfield player what played? Obviously, Shilton's finished at beating, but who was it? It was Johnny Ollins. No, it was Johnny, Johnny Ollins. Was, no, was but second I'm on about this for uh, Yeah, I think it was David Beckham, wasn't it? Yeah, I think right. I think Beck's but Beckham or, played in the Beckham played in the old first division before the Premier League, didn't 
may have played a season because Ryan well, Giggs Isabella played play, two. They played in it because yeah. Manchester United did not win their first title until the Premier League started. Leeds United were the first. Absolutely. Was a, well, when I say Leeds United, mm. well, Leeds United were the last. Not and Dom, yeah. uh, not Dom Revy, the Harold Wilkinson was the last Englishman. Yeah. To win the old first division title. Still the last Englishman. Yeah. He's still the last Englishman to win the top flight title, isn't he? No, yeah. no Englishman has won it since Howard Wilkinson. It's absolutely incredible. And back to the uh, back to the debate about the foreign managers and the foreign coaches and what they've brought to the to the British game. But you're right, too. Ryan Giggs. He played, and and again on the Premier League chart of Ryan Giggs is not number one because he played two seasons in the first division and they don't count. Also in Alan Shearer, when you look at the goal scoring charts and Shearer's top, there's another 30 plus goals that Shearer scored in the first division. That doesn't count because it's just Premier League. And and I've got nothing against the Premier League. I enjoy the Premier League. But when you're formulating these lists of who's had the most appearances, please put top flight games, including the old first division because football was invented in the 1800s not 1992 and it really does rattle my cage the same with the goal scorers and it's almost as though they want to eradicate and get rid of all the records prior to 1992 and it's largely because there's too many young'uns involved in football that are trying to rewrite it and and they're lazy. They don't want to do the proper work because they can just go and copy and paste well, everything, something from the Premier League. Everything's now. Absolutely. You know, you've got yeah. five or six analysts telling managers yep. they need to bring this player off. He's too tired. Yeah, he's in the red zone. How pathetic is it's unbel- that? unbelievable, isn't it? Imagine Cloughy and Shankly and Paisley and some that, Busby and Fergie. And what Big Run. What I'm is yeah. by pulling those players off, Mm. That does not make them win titles. No, of course it doesn't. But again, I'll right. go back. Imagine telling them. Because oh, adrenaline and confidence yeah. gets, you to, gets you over the line. Of course it does. Cantona's in the red zone, Sir Alex. I think you want to take him off. <laughs> do me a favour. He's doing what I tell him to do. Ron Atkinson says to me, don't give him the chance or the opportunity to make him think that they're tired. If you... If you let them think they're tired, they'll be yeah, tired. I've played for 13 years and exactly. I had to finish early as a 30-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you now. Yep. Throughout all, and I have, I have plenty of football and I have friends with lots of players. Yep. They hated not being picked. Absolutely. If you tell the player you were tired, yeah. they'd be arguing with managers. I've seen it. Yeah, of course they would. I ain't it's tired. Again, I want to play. It's all fake lies. Of course it is. And they've got to be called out for it. Absolutely. And if you said to any player that has ever played the professional game, do you want to train or do you want to play? I'd be amazed if more than three players said, I'd rather train. Well, you see, even that is all fake, What the, yeah. how they brought that all about. Of course it is. Because training back then, mm-hmm. right, if you lived in, in places like Huddersfield, Halifax, Sheffield, yeah. Uh, I don't obviously I don't know about Manchester I know in Liverpool we uh 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, up at Everton, we never had hills to run up and down. But you know what Sheffield Wednesday? Hmm? We had hills to run up and down. Yeah, I mean, Sheffield is a pretty hilly place, isn't it? You know, and so you were, you were doing that. So, I mean, Sheffield United, they, they, they had a they had a, a Olympic trainer, Jim, I'm trying to think of his surname now. And they used to take you for runs like I don't know what. I'm yeah. telling you, you think to yourself, what's going off here? Well, Dave, Dave Sexton... If the boys on a Monday had come in, he'd smell the breath and he could smell alcohol. Everybody ran on a Monday. Well, they'd li- literally... I mean, the what we're drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd make to be injured. But literally, they'd be in the minibus and they'd run them down to Epsom Downs and they'd be running around the Derby track. Yeah. I mean, Tatton Corner was the, the finishing line. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Well, all I'm trying to say to you is you get beat on a Saturday as well, you know. Yeah. You got beat on a Saturday. Oh, you you you've all been on to run. Wow, what coach? No wonder why we have got worse at coaching in this country. Absolutely, so one hundred percent. Back to the magic moments. My magic moments were uh, Maidstone beating uh, Ipswich. I thought the goals were fantastic. I thought the fans were unbelievable. How about that? Purple and I will say this about the Ipswich manager: he's done a brilliant job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but we're still entitled to knock him for changing 11 players. Absolutely. We changed 10, 10 players. 10 players. As soon as I heard the line-up, I thought, aye, aye, uh, don't like it. And and then, to be fair, got beat. Again, you get what you uh, you deserve if you do that. But how about that Ipswich fan? Uh, sorry, Ipswich Maidstone fan that fell from the top tier at Portman Road. Did you well, see, I didn't that? see that? Yeah, but I've, I've not yeah. I've not heard that, so I don't know what I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I put that on the current That's view. The first time. I've mean, not seen it. I don't know if there was alcohol taken. I'm not sure, but you know when you uh, you get a bit excited and you might be on the front row and uh, he just toppled over and bang on the roof and then fell down into the uh, the crowd below him. So we hope that he's okay. Um, but again, absolutely incredible. And well, I love the celebration. chasing the referee. Oh, can you believe it? What's going on? Or, I mean, it was like something from Benny Hill, wasn't it? I yeah, mean, but how why wasn't get... that stopped? I don't know. I tried to, by the way, I can't prove it. Yeah. But why was it? Why Why was he allowed to run all that way like 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 that without anybody? I've no can idea. You remember, I, I I can still remember Everton in the FA Cup. Yes. And not just that, uh, four or five police chasing the Everton fan. Yeah. Yeah. At Wembley. Mm-hmm. 
But I've seen that. I've seen them, you know. I mean, there's that many security guards here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's nobody went on the pitch to chase them. No, usually if you've got any, a pitch invasion, there's, you know, um, a number of, play, uh, you know, um, stewards, etc., or police officers on duty that are chasing. I mean, when Erica Rowe at Twickenham, I think there was 30,000 chasing Erica, bless her. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, with this Port Vale fan, absolutely unbelievable. And again, why did they do it? I mean, we've seen uh, West Bromwich Albion, a Bertrand, and Nutmeg, one of the stewards. And you're thinking, I mean, why would you do that? You can't go onto the pitch unless you're a footballer. I mean, it is a criminal offence. And these people are going to be banned from watching the team that they so-called love um, forever and a day because they've gone onto the field of play. And, and it's not as though there's no cameras like back in the olden days. There's cameras everywhere at these football grounds now. So you're going to be found within so why, hours. When you any trouble at a football ground, when you know mm. they can pinpoint. Yep. Right? Yep. With accuracy. Yep. Which can prove. Yeah. Yet the. Do- you know, I'll never forget that where, the, where, where, where England were playing abroad somewhere. It's hungry, wasn't it? And they and the, the mm. let them all out at ground. Yeah, they're all in black, weren't they? All them ultras. Yeah. You know, so. Didn't stop them. Everything, yeah. listen, everything is planned. People have got to stop being brainwashed. Mm, absolutely, too. And it's the same what's been happening to the world with everything what's been going off in it. Yeah. And Kyle Bartley going in and getting his son talking about crowd disturbances. Um, apparently there was one Wolves fan uh, that was in the Albion end when Wolves scored the second goal he was celebrating then the Albion fans around him went absolutely crazy and it proper kicked off I think the players were off the pitch for about 40 minutes I mean yeah, it, it is a moody anyway. yeah it was a, it's a moody derby anyhow Albion versus Wolves but I think that the Wolves contingent would have all been I was watching it if I'm, to be honest yeah. The, the Wolves contingent would have all been uh, Wolves supporters. They've got history of, of, of away travelling, I'm guessing. That's what usually happens. But I'd heard on local radio here in the West Midlands that they that Albion had struggled to sell all their tickets, so pretty much sold tickets to anybody that wanted a ticket. And I think that may be how that Wolverhampton Wondrous fan got in there, but um, certainly yeah, but, went over yeah, the yeah, top but, and went yeah, crazy. But. So he, so he's got in there. Yeah. So why does he jump up and down when Wolves are scored? Because he's stupid. He know, and, but, yeah. I, but what I'm trying to say is, yeah, yeah. he knows what's going to happen. Absolutely. Because he's stupid is the answer. Why would you ride up there in amongst all of the Albion fans in the um, the Alfords Lane and then right by the Brummy Road end? Why, when Wolves score the second goal, would you jump up unless you're stupid? And and I think that that's the reason why, because he's stupid. And uh, I'm sure that they've got that fella and will be banned uh, for life for watching Wolverhampton Wanderers. And while they were off, there was an Albion fan that got on the pitch waving an Albion flag, an Albion scarf at the Wolves supporters. And you just think, what's going on in football at the moment? I mean, are, yeah. are they just all stupid? Or is it the fact that they take too much uh, drink and maybe something a little bit stronger? Or is the it? Pubs... Or is it? Or is it? Because again, mm. it's not that long ago where security would chase you and stop you. Yeah, 
It's as though they're allowed to do mm. it now. I just, I just don't know what's going on at the moment, whether there isn't sufficient police presence there, whether the police are told not to police it as they used to do back in the old... I, I don't know what's going on, but this clown went on, on the pitch and was goading the Wolves supporters as well. So, you know, you're just lucky. You think, my word... I mean, and these aren't kids. These aren't silly like teenagers that have had too many shandies. I mean, the the, the pubs in Wolverhampton were open at six o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. And I'm sure pubs in the West Bromwich area would have been as well. So, you know, when they say, oh, we can't play these games later uh, and have the kickoff times later because of crowd disturbance. I can remember remember when the, the French... I mean, I remember that Sheffield Derby were brought to 12 yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Uh, so, so they weren't giving fans uh, coming to the game at 3 o'clock. Yeah. Half cook, half mm. pissed, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, but pubs were closed. But, mm. I mean, nowadays, like you said, they're open at bloody 6 o'clock now. Yeah, they do. And and the only thing that I can think of is with later kickoffs um, during most of the season, it's dark. So it would be easier to police it if it's light rather than it's dark. So to kick off something at 12 o'clock rather than 3 o'clock, um, maybe it's because of what's going to happen after, because after 5 o'clock it does go dark. So if we're playing devil's advocate, that may be the reason that they put it forward because they've got more visibility. But in truth, when certain teams play each other, you could play at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. You could play it on the surface of Mars. There's still going to be crowd trouble because some of these supporters absolutely hate each as, other listen, with a passion. Has there always been crowd trouble? Yeah. Yeah, there yeah, has. Well, pretty much, There's yeah. always been pretty much, yeah. crowd trouble. Yeah. So it's like anything else. When mm. they're screaming about all these races, there's always been some idiots. Yeah. Always. Right? But these people, the media, mm. talk sport and all that, yeah. make a mountain out of a mole to make it worse than what it is. Yeah. So, because that brings it more news. Yeah, of course it does. I mean, there's less now than than, than what there used to be, of course. And we're not saying, you know, it ain't got to be stopped. It yeah. ain't got to be brought out. Of course it's got to be brought yeah. out. Of course it's got to be stopped. Exactly. But uh, good luck stopping it. Because... But what, what we don't want mm. is people exaggerating and making a mountain out of a mole. Yeah, absolutely, T. Uh, I'm not going to exaggerate about this goal from uh, Facundo Bunati, or whatever his name is, from... Uh, for Brighton against Sheffield United. But what a goal. goal. I mean, what a goal that was. Another young Argentinian player that Brighton... I mean, I do like Brighton, the way that they bring in so many brilliant overseas players. I mean, caught a cold last night at Kenilworth Road. I mean, what a what a fantastic victory that Can was. Can you believe the transformation in Brighton from 20 yeah. years ago? Unbelievable, yeah. I mean, I remember them when Peter Ward was playing up front and they were at the old Goldstone ground. And then yeah. when they were playing... Well, I played at the old Goldstone ground. Yeah, yeah, you would have. people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then to see them, to see them playing on pitches with uh, mm. erected stands, I, yeah. I thought it was not embarrassing, but you think, how far have he? they dropped yeah. Brighton? Exactly. And now you look at them now under Tony Bloom, um, you know... Unbelievable. Oh, it and is then, a tremendous transformation. result against... And let's let's play tribute to uh, Luton because Luton play some good football, you know. Yeah, they are. I mean, I I do like. But who expected that result four 0 Who expected three 0 at half time? I don't think many Luton fans would have expected it, let alone anybody else outside of Luton. If you look, if you look since Barkley, 
Uh, what a what a signing he's been. Townsend. Yep, another I'm great signing. Black lad there. Yep. A black lad up front. He used to play for Warsaw, yeah. He's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. He goes past people mm -hmm. as though they're not there. Yeah. And he, you know, them three have brought uh, a lot of confidence. Yeah. And a, and a lot of quality into the team. Absolutely. And in terms of Ross Barkley, I mean, there's there's talk of him. Um, maybe getting on the plane to uh, to Germany. I mean, he, he, I've not seen enough of him, so I can't really speak. But I just listen to people uh, talking about him. You, and you know read as the well reports. as I do. He's, he's had a great season. He's got his own people. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. He's got. Listen. He's got Barclay, no chance. I've no always liked Barkley. I've always. Yeah, that, I have always liked. Same him. here. I, listen, yeah. I have more chance of getting going to win. Not because he's not playing well, because he is playing well. Yeah. No, I agree. There's chance of going to, the, yeah. to, to Germany than I have. I agree with you. Cole Palmer, what do you reckon about Cole? Will he get on the plane? Brilliant player. Yeah, I, I don't Sam think Gates he's going to take it. take the players yeah, 100%. Who, he's, who he's had for the last, when I said the last 10 years, yeah. obviously his players dropped out. Yeah, of course they The are. ones that he's brought in. Yep, yep. It's always like resident managers, yep. they have that click and they stick to that click. So in terms of Gareth Southgate's squad, that we all know what his squad is because we've watched England over the last few years. There's maybe maybe two or three places up for grabs for players that haven't played in any squad up to, to, to this day. And and I think that the likes of Barkley, the likes of Cole Palmer uh, and one or two you others... you think Jordan Henderson will go? Yes. I think yeah. 100% he'll That's go. That's why he's come back for. Yeah, I think 100%. 100% Jordan right, Henderson will go. He wouldn't go for me. Uh, in Europe, yeah. So he doesn't gain his stick in the Premier League. And also, as well, I've I've heard or I believe it's something to do with tax. If he went back to the Premier League, he's got to pay a lot more tax, etc., or whatever. You so, is um, I think it's suited all parties and all quarters that he's going to play in the Eredivisie uh, league for Ajax. And got to say, Ajax probably the worst Ajax side um, that they've had since before Johan Cruyff. And, and Renus Michaels took over. So, you know, is he playing at a good a level and standard? No, I don't think he is. He's playing at better level. He doesn't make any difference. He, he, no, he, he will play what's not been played for a full season. Adam Maguire, he'll play where he's still playing. Yeah. Well, Calvin Phillips, Phillips will go. Phillips 100%, a prime 100%, example. 100% Phillips will go. Gareth has got his boys and they're all on the plane. There's just a couple of places. I mean, I like the kid um, Gordon that plays at Newcastle. I think he's a fantastic player. He'd be on the plane for me. Eze would be on the plane for me. I'd be having a look at Elise for Palace as well. And let's see if he wants to play for me rather than go and play for France. All these players I'd be having in the England team. But I don't think Southgate will because Southgate has got his favourites. And to get in front of some of them players, even though them players aren't playing, I think he's almost impossible, sadly. But there you go. Hopefully we'll get rid of Southgate soon and that we can Well, he's got, he's got after this this last this tournament. Yeah, let's hope he does. Let's hope he well, keeps There's no work. let's hope. He's gone. I guarantee he's gone. Well, I mean, all these people that, that you know, the Gareth Southgate lovers, because he has got a lot of um, support out there, Gareth Southgate, and I'm sure he's, he's got he's got the woke support. Well, he has, yeah. But I'd like to see all the you know these fans that are all, all Gareth them, you know, Southgate. He's got the woke support, and he's got the ones. Yeah. What? Uh, yes and no. So three bags full. Yeah. Nice guy. Yeah. 
Oh, he's a nice What's guy. I like him. Nothing. What's he won? Nothing. Well, there you go. We, we, you know, we're going to be talking so about... you by what you win... Well, if you want to listen to the rest of this podcast, head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media. Thank you.